Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Live Set Apart. I'm Emily. I'm Hannah. I almost said I'm Hannah, but I forgot. That's not your name. I really did. I was I, I was probably thinking about being like cueing you in, but anyway, so we're here again, again, and we're gonna talk about a random topic. Just kidding, it's not that random. It's a part of our relationship series. But we're going to talk about how it relates to a biblical perspective, like we usually do. Family tree. Family tree. I was going to introduce it later. Hannah, you ruined my introduction. Oops. This is what, this is why we have can't have nice things. Sorry, guys. Just kidding. It really doesn't matter. Oh yeah, Hannah's our mastermind of the edit. <laughs> because um I don't have time to do it and I don't have this the equipment. I wouldn't go that far as to mastermind. Okay. Novice uh, noob. Noob editor. <laughs> noob editor. Yeah. That should be your title. You're the noob editor slash co host contributor yes. yes something like that yep but anyway let's see hmm i'm trying to think if there are any housekeeping things before we get into a fun question that i have okay uh we i feel like who's our housekeeper <laughs> That's me. Um, and also me as the one who, you know, runs a social media account. Um, still in search of somebody who would do that. We won't pay you. No, It would be out of the kindness of your heart. It's uh, volunteer work. <laughs> to help to... Yeah, we're young ladies, but we're, we're not... You don't have social media and I barely post, so... We're... Listen, guys... I know you might think, you know, we're influencing, making the big bucks, <laughs> but we are not at all, so sorry, we won't be paying you to do our Instagram. No. We can make you food. I can make you food. Yeah. Or, but if you, what if they, what if they live far away? I can deliver it. What if it's farther away? Uh, like United Kingdom? No, no. Do we, you don't have any listeners from the UK. Do we? Uh, no, probably. Less than not. 1%. <laughs> AKA no. It comes up on the data, though. Oh, interesting. Yep. I wonder if people like check it out, like if they're just cruising through podcasts. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Anyway. Ooh, Emily, are you repping a new water bottle? I am repping a new water bottle because my other one broke. Oh, <laughs> I just got a new. Kind of water bottle. I was going to say that one is not new that you have. No. But we both have like a pinkish water bottle. At least at the moment, right in front of us. Yep. There it's we go. Almost the same color pink. Almost. One's a little bit darker. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Hannah. I just have this burning question I have to ask. Okay. And hopefully it doesn't start any culture wars. Not culture wars. It's just wars. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Absolutely not. It's not a sandwich. I know people say it's got bread and there's something in the middle. But okay, would you say 
bread with a candy bar in the middle of a sandwich? No, you can't find that at a restaurant and say, can I have a sandwich? No. But there's meat in the middle. Like a candy bar, candy bar in the middle of two pieces of bread, like, is not a sandwich. But but it's a bun. It's not like normal cut bread from a loaf. It's a bun. Is a speedy a sandwich? No, it's like a sub-ish. Oh. Chicken speedy sub. But subs are sandwiches, Hannah. No, I just don't, I, if, if anything between bread or a bun is a sandwich, then our menus have got to change in restaurants. That's all I got to say. Ooh, shots fired. Wow, I didn't know you were this passionate about that (laughs) subject. Honestly, you, I asked that question and it lit a fire underneath you. I've been feeling pretty fired up today. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm actually like super tired. So. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'm getting my second wind, maybe. Or my first <laughs> ever of the day. Maybe it's a person. Oh, I'm an extrovert, so I'm getting energy. That's where the energy is from. And sorry, like, I know I have a baby and I have another human in the house, but it's but not like she can same. talk no, to me. You can't, you can't have laughs together. Maybe when she's older. I laugh at her when she farts. But but it's still not like I'm, you know, like me telling you a joke. It's not a mutual laughter. It's not a mutual laughter. It's you laughing at her. Yep. Pretty much. And maybe she smiles back at you. Yeah. But. She's a pretty smiley baby. Her neck angle is hilarious from my angle. Yep. Anyway, so, okay, you hear, heard it here. Hannah says a hot dog is not a sandwich. Nope, it's not. Even though it contradicts the thought and the, you know, you guys that should, a hot dog is a sandwich because... Yeah. <laughs> you guys should put in our DMs if you think hot dogs are a sandwich or not. No, okay, if you think a hot dog is a sandwich... <laughs> Send us a hot dog DM. <laughs> but if you don't think it's a hot, like if it's a, it's a, you if you say it's not a sandwich, send us like one of the X's. Yeah. Like a no. Like a big no. A, you, oh, yes. <laughs> a just big no. Like and we're talking emojis, okay? We're talking emojis, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Uh, Emily, what's your... Wait, is that the end of the housekeepers? (laughs) Return of the housekeepers. (laughs) No, we have no more housekeeping. That is the end of the job. Okay. You're fired. Oh. I... Darn. (laughs) Look at me, guys. I got fired. Actually, guys, I got, like, low-key fired for my first ever job because I couldn't do the twist for the ice cream machine. I, like, couldn't get the technique down, and they, like, kindly were like, we don't think she's ready yet, but here's all this free soft serve. (laughs) Rest in peace. (laughs) So, I failed in that department. Well. Yep. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. There's just not a lot of things I'm really, really good at. (laughs) I mean, I feel like you're good at your job. Oh. You're good at singing. I'm not doing my job anymore. True. Well, as a well, you have a different job. My job is being a mom. That's right. Oh, look at I, there's your little kiss is a blip. Aww. Aww. 
<laughs> I mean, my husband says I'm a great mom, so, you know, that's cool. And everything in, in, on the internet is true. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're a good mom. Oh. <laughs> I, it was, nah, that was a bad, not joke. But it's but it's but I'm not serious. I was, I don't know. Can you edit that out? She's edit being, she's edit being this funny. out. I was trying to be funny. No, but I missed it. Oh, I also it was very subtle, and I also was like, hopefully she doesn't take this the wrong way, because it was anyway. It was a little bit of a diss. No, it wasn't a diss. Oh, okay. It wasn't a diss. I was just like, oh, yeah, just because your husband says it doesn't... Yeah, so it's a little bit of a diss. But it's not a complete diss, though. It's a diss. But it wasn't supposed to be a diss. It was just supposed to be a funny comment, but... Because not everything on the internet is true. Yes, but, I mean, you're you're a great mom. Oh, You are. Shucks. Yeah, first time mom. You're you're doing it. I think I got lucky with a really healthy baby. (laughs) Hey. And a chill baby, too. Except for when she's not chill. Yeah. Which is not very often. Yep. Anyway. Wait, I'm really looking forward to your question. What question? Question of the day. That was, the, hot dog is a sandwich was the question. Oh. <laughs> Oops. I can ask you another question oh. if you want. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> wow. I need help, everybody. Uh... Not with it. Not with it. You know, along that lines, what com- what came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> the chicken. Where did the chicken come from? God, in the very beginning. So a chicken just poofed out of nowhere. No, it wasn't out of nowhere. God created the animals. But he it- didn't create the eggs. How do you know that? Because it says like creeping things. An egg doesn't creep along. Can you imagine that? I don't know, but you guys comment below. <laughs> I mean, comment in the DMs. Comment below. Comment in the DMs if you think it's the chicken or the egg. So, yes, it's a pretty heavy task. If you're following along enough, it's you send a, a hot dog if you think a hot dog is a sandwich, an X if you think it isn't a sandwich, an egg if you think the egg came first, or a chicken if you think the chicken came first. I know, it's a lot. Yeah, do your homework, guys. <sighs> really think about it. Yeah. Really think about what you've done. Mm-hmm. Look what you made me do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, all right. So now that the question has already two, – two questions have been asked – uh we're gonna get into our topic that hannah said basically um it's gonna do a funny little intro but it's okay it's fine it's sorry uh it's fine i'm not i'm not big mad just a little mad i'm just kidding i'm not mad um so yeah hannah said we're gonna talk about family trees which is basically i mean we're gonna be talking about the family uh and this is gonna be a nice little two-part series uh, just because we're going to kind of cover different aspects of just family. I think I'm just because I'll be leading the discussion slash conversation today. And then next time, um, Hannah will be kind of, I feel like yours is more like going to be, oh, I mean, they both have. It's, I mean, we both have family, so it's personal examples, but I feel like yours is a very specific topic within. Yeah. Within things. Yeah. 
it's like more just how um, God has changed my family over the past mm. few years and yeah. is still kind of in the works of doing that. Yeah. And today's cool. Oh yeah. Sorry. And, and today we're just, I'm just going to kind of be breaking down. Like what is a family? Um, what's like, what's the function of the family? What kind of like family dynamics we get, like we both have kind of, and then just kind of talking about how how families kind of shape you and then we're also going to be touching on conflict mm. within families too because i mean Spicy. that's part of how how you're shaped honestly yeah um totally so uh i'll just get right into it and we'll go from there so if you look up the definition of a family on Webster's dictionary thing. It says a group of individual related by blood, marriage, or, or adoption. And then there's another part that says a group of usually related individuals who live under the com- under common household authority and especially who have reciprocal duties to each other. I'd probably go with that first definition. Um, but even then, I feel like that's just a very vague like understanding because I, I mean it's hard because I, I might touch on this a little bit too because like you have like your family that you grew up with in within in with both um but you also have like I don't know the you have maybe you have a, more of a spiritual family with your church your church family yeah um and, and other aspects where you do have um those relationships that kind of those close-knit relationships where it does feel like it is your family Mm -hmm. so like a like i said church family and you see them regularly like your family yep and they know about you they kind of know what you're going through yeah they're coming alongside you Mm -hmm. Uh, which is you know what a family does yeah or at least should do or what it should do yes yeah yeah definitely Uh, and i was kind of like just looking up and of course, this is the internet, so I mean, take what you will from sources or not. Um, I was looking up. There's this. Uh, it was a website that just talked about the functions of the family, uh, socialization and theory application. So it's like just a website, but this one talks about the function of families, um, which physical maintenance and, and care of family members. Addition of new members through adoption or procreation, socialization of children, social control of its members, which I was—I saw that, I was like, what? Um, production, consumption, and distribution of goods and services, and effect, effective nurturance with love in the parentheses. So, yeah, a family has a big function. It's kind of what we were saying. It's how it influences you, it shapes you. That's where, you know... It's where you even came from. You, you I came mean, from, yeah. Like, I mean, without your mother and father, you, like, and obviously God knits us in our mother's womb, but he, he uses our parents without our parents, like, that, you know, we wouldn't be created. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's the reason we're even a being. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that, that procreation aspect, that's where that is. And then, you know, that, that taking care of the 
it sounds like it's talking about like a maintenance of a vehicle, physical maintenance and care of family okay. members. <laughs> oh, sorry, Eden. Didn't mean to offend. You she are likes, being taken care of. She likes her family. Your parents physically maintain you because <laughs> you cannot do it yourself. No, you're a little helpless <clears throat> right now. Babies and old people. Yep. Honestly, they need physical maintenance. <laughs> and that's why, I mean, I'm going to, this is kind of a deviation, but like, I mean, there's a command, commands like a lot of the Old Testament things in the Bible were was to take care of the orphans, the widows, your family. There was a lot of like within the Jewish laws, there was a lot of like, this is what happens if the what uh, her a wife's husband dies. Who takes care of the family? Um, you have the ideas of like the kinsman redeemer, um, just mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of other family aspects that like kind of f- like I don't know. It, I just when I looked at when I was reading these functions of family, like I'm thinking about that, like how God structured this family from like from the beginning. That's like the role of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we'll get back into that in a second, but yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, so we see like the first even creation of family and literally in the first book of the Bible. Oh yeah. Genesis, God mm-hmm. made Adam and Eve and he told them to, um, oh my gosh, be fruitful and, mul- and multiply and have children. Yeah. That's family. Yeah. Boom. Bam. Genesis. Right, right there. In the Bible. You can't dance around that. Mm, no, you can't. And y- never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Intrusive thought. Oh, man. Okay. And anyway. <laughs> I was going to be like, and you can't dance with your family. What? But that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. We're not talking about dancing. Anyway. Don't even get us started on dancing. Yeah, no. I'm sure hot takes if someone were to die. <laughs> Can you dance? <laughs> Hot takes. <laughs> it's mandatory to dance at weddings. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think it is. We need to do another episode of Hot Takes. Yeah, there's plenty. Oh, yeah. We could probably have gone on for hours and hours. Hot Take series. That would be a little much. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. So, any any thoughts on, you know, what the family is? Um, I think it also is just another cool aspect to think about is how families look differently in different cultures and different religions. And I think in America, it's like, I don't know, there's like the white picket fence, you know, a lot of people nowadays, they don't have a lot of kids, you mm. know, and it's like... We're going to, I feel like that a lot of people, they're just like, we're good with two, you know? Or they're like, we're not having kids. We have our dogs. We're yeah, dog parents. Or like, the, yeah. like the almost like, I wonder why we're going to have like a, a population decrease. Cause yeah. it's like, oh, all these millennials and people are like, ah, oh. well, first of all, having a kid's expensive, but mm-hmm. it's still like, they're like, oh no, I want to be a dog mom. Yeah. I'm a dog dad. Or like women are just like really encouraged to be like career obsessed I feel like nowadays and so they don't the desire to be a mom I feel like has gone down significantly but then like you think of like I don't know like third world third world countries where like there's poverty and there's not really like a lot of great medical technology and so you have these families that are you know there's tons of kids 
mm-hmm. and they don't know who their dad is or you know who their mom is and all that so it's just I guess it's just cool to think of it how it's it's not like as cookie cutter I guess as like I think of it sometimes it's like there's different cultures that family looks completely different yeah and actually I was also gonna that's funny because that kind of segues into like my next part because I was going to talk like different types of families oh yeah um, which it does look different so we have like obviously cultures it looks very different um especially i mean like you were talking about like the like maybe like more of an asian culture there's a lot of like you know you just yeah just look at all that like i don't want to single out asian culture but that that was the one that first one that came to mind just with like it's like they're very family oriented yeah and i'm sure there of course other other cultures too you know whatever Uh but like that was like i said that was the first one that came to mind but yeah so yeah, that works to the different types of families, which, so we have, like, the nuclear family, mm-hmm. um, which would be, it's pretty much the parents and their children. Yeah. So, like, one or more children, um, which is, yeah, basic family. Then you might have, um, oh, the, uh, sorry, the definition continues. Typically living in one home residence, it is in contrast to a single parent family, a larger extended family, or a family with more than two parents. So that's just like the parents and their kids. Mm-hmm. And then you have, of course, your single parent families. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason that may be, maybe it's someone knocked up somebody and then they <laughs> left. Yep. Uh, or... I don't know, uh, unfortunate, uh, unfortunately a parent died or mm. just other unfortunate circumstances or, you know, like I said, abandonment, uh, other things, whatever. They don't have to go into all, <laughs> all those details, but right. yeah. And then you have, like the it said, extended family. So that's, you know, your aunts, your cousins, your uncles, your gra- grandparents, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then we have... This is still going. It's talking about childless families. So, yep. Whether, like we kind of touched on yeah. a little bit. And that's either whether you're choosing not to have children or maybe you can't have kids. Yeah. Because that's also a thing. Yep. That's a. Whoo. <clears throat> that could be a podcast. Oh, man. Episode. That'd be, that'd be a big one to tackle, I think. Like oh, just yeah. children in general. Like. Children, all the aspects that come in trying, yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy, yeah. So, yeah, we have the that childless step families, so uh-huh. you got the complex web of parents divorcing, yeah, uh, and then remarrying for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and then grandparent families, so. And these are, this is just from this source. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of different things. But yeah, grandparent families would be like, or grandfamilies. It's like when the grandparents are the primary caregiver uh, for, the, for, the, for kids. Yeah. Maybe by themselves or with other family members. Because maybe the kids' parents are in jail. Or maybe the kids' parents passed away. Or maybe the kids' parents are moved. Mo- moved or they're doing drugs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. whatever it may be um so just different those are just the different types of family dynamics that you can see yep lots um, of different complexities and dynamics yeah and okay so just to like preface and and like 
I know there are unfortunate circumstances where it's like maybe there are single parent families, maybe like, you know, uh, or maybe people with like divorced parents, you know, they grew up in all these like not quote ideal family homes. Um, but I'm just going to make the statement that I would say that an ideal family would be a mother, a father and their children, whether they're adopted or not. Yeah. So that's that's the ideal family, a man, a woman, and children. And a fam, um, parents that stay together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we're, you know, but we're not talking same-sex couples. We're not talking about, you know, other things. Like that the ideal family is a man, a woman, and children. And all in this, like, <laughs> in, they're not, the married parents are in the same household yeah same household we're not talking separation we're not talking any of those things co-parenting no and like in in a marriage relationship as well like in a marriage not just like two people living together with kids now i mean say you obviously we're coming from a christian's perspective and we believe that you know to have the the i um the what God has intended is a man and a woman having children yes. in a covenant relationship. But we know, like, in this world that not everybody holds to those standards. Right. Especially if you're not a believer. And there are a lot of great parents who aren't married. They live together and they have children. Yep. But anyway, so when we talk about going back, we talk about ideal. That's what we're talking about. Married, man, woman, whatever. And there are... I don't want to say consequences, but I think there is stuff that's missing. Um, if a parent, if a kid grows up, say a, a son, like grows up without his father, mm. um, or vice versa, mother or father, but like there is a lot of things that a, a father is like a role model for a kid, a, uh-huh. a guy. Same thing with a, like a lady. Uh-huh. Um, if a girl's growing up without her mother. Uh-huh. Um, there are those things that they do teach. And that's why it's like that man and woman together is that ideal. There's that balance. There's those learning things that like, you know, ha- ha- I-, I guess. And this might sound controversial, but there's different roles yep, that different. men and women have in the family and that a husband and wife have as a mother and a father. Yeah. And those two roles coming together, like Emily said, are like a balance that help like teach your children different things. And there's going to be certain areas where one family member is maybe going to be more strict than another mm-hmm. or more strict towards a female rather than a male because of those different roles and the, because of the ways men and women are different. Yeah. Created differently. Yeah. And because of that difference, that's like the importance of like those you know, a man and a woman coming together. Yeah. They feel like I've said that 20,000 times. But, and like I, like I said before, I said this, if you as a listener, you know, grew up as in a single parent household uh, for whatever reason, or maybe your parents got divorced, or maybe um, you had a really bad situation at home and were raised by family members, mm-hmm. um, or maybe something else, like we're, we are definitely not like coming against you or saying because like obviously god uses situations like those oh yeah and all the time yeah and hey maybe someone's single parent family like maybe they have maybe they were 
raised in a Christian household, but that's better. I put that in quotes. Better than like maybe my, some things of my lived growing up situation. Yeah. So we're not discounting that. We're not coming at that. We're just we were just you know saying this is like what the ideal, like not cookie cutter, but like the what would be. What would be ideal just based on like biblical perspective, which there you, go. you there guys you go. know we always take because it's a live set apart podcast. Yeah, it's a Christian Christian podcast. podcast yes. so. We are we are Bible based. Yeah. Speaking of the Bible. 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 Um so I I kind of was looking at I just have one source at least for now. But uh-huh. I mean, but in the Bible, there are, like I said, there are m- multiple accounts throughout the Old and New Testament where, like, family is mentioned, the role of a family, whether it's like in the, like I said, the Old Testament with those, like, those laws, like Jewish laws, or just examples we see in those, um, in the Old Testament books, or even in the New Testament, where Paul is talking about how wives, husbands, and children are to, like relate to to one another Mm -hmm. um we see those in in his letters so i don't know you see it all over yeah um and i was like looking at got questions and it just kind of like the basic like what does the bible say about family yes that's what i did did you did you look at this one too yeah oh yes we love got questions i wish they would sponsor us (laughs) <laughs> sponsor us i'm just kidding uh, uh and it's a really long article but i don't know if it's i mean one thing is like they're rigid and a, even jesus was born into a family yes. obviously you know it wasn't his mother and his father coming together uh we're talking the you know the the conceptualized it was you know holy spirit stuff uh-huh. but but still he he had that mother the father and like and stepbrothers yeah um and did you take notes specifically on this no no me neither but basically i love the the summary of the this this last paragraph of the got questions article and like i said the got questions article is what does the bible say about family and it says so what does the bible say about family (laughs) the physical family is the most important building block to human society and as such it should be nurtured and protected but more but more important than that is the new creation that god is making in christ which is comprised of a spiritual family the church made up of all people who call upon the lord jesus christ as savior this is a family drawn from every nation, tribe, people, and language, and the defining characteristic of the spiritual family is love for one another. Which, oh, should we say anything more? That just summarizes everything. Bam. There's done. the po- There's That's the episode. That's it. That's I it. Keep We're done. I keep saying podcast. I mean to say episode every time. No, I actually, there was another article I looked at, though, Ooh. that, like, talked about, um just how the family like affects like individuals go for it go for it Um, tell tell us about it girl it's just like um it was like a review of like different articles um but i'm trying to think of like where 
Okay. Um, the quality of family relationships, including social support, so examples providing love, advice, and care, and strain, arguments, being critical, making too many demands, can influence well-being through psychosocial behavior and physiological pathways. Stressors and social support are core components of stress process theory. And that's from, like, a really old article, but I think that's, like, so true like how you process the world around you what kind of worldviews you have how you respond to stress comes from how you were brought up in your family it has a huge effect and and hey that's so funny i love how your your points kind of transition into like what <clears throat> i've like some things i was thinking about to talking about anyway let's go whoa same, same wavelength send it <clears throat> i mean not exact same for like Wait, say the <laughs> not exact same wavelength, but at least the same frequency. Yeah, yeah. And then like another um, another point says it says those receiving support from their family members may feel a greater sense of self worth, and this enhanced self esteem may be a psychological or yeah psychological resource, encouraging optimism, positive effect, and better mental health. And that's from like a. Again, it's an older study, 2003, but still, I still think that holds true, 100%. Absolutely. And we've seen, like, the degrading of the family and, like, what that does to people. I think we were saying it a little bit before. Yeah. Like, yeah, it really does. And if we really want to get into it, the attack on the family is definitely a spiritual matter at its core. Yeah. If you want to talk about the attack on the family, you know, there's, like... We have a, first of all, we have, you know, we talk about the abortion issue, right? Oof. Then we have our kids in public schools and what they're being taught. Divorce rates are like 50%. And then we have the the attack on just the basic fundamentals of what is a man and what is a woman. Oh. Because then, you know, the, the, best way to make sure that there are no children that there aren't generations that there aren't these things would be to say okay well you know if this a man can become a woman and a woman can become a man and then you you know shut off kids like you know like with puberty blockers with like little girls where it's like okay well now we can't we can't procreate now we don't have that generation um and that's like setting up that future family from like it's just the attack on the fundamentals of like that like the man and the woman together coming in marriage yeah it starts literally with the individual where you have like you were saying it's like there literally is a ongoing trend of pushing away against the definition of men and women and just blurring the lines completely that anyone can be whatever they want to be even though when someone is born their anatomy tells you and their genetics tells you exactly who they are they're either a boy or a girl yeah there's no in between (laughs) the evidence is there like you cannot deny it yeah and then if you want to get even hairier, well, I mean, that's hairy too, but then you have the issue of like, well, if there's a man in a relationship with a man and they want to have kids, oh, well, first of yeah. all, if you have a man and a man and a woman or a woman, that takes away those basic fundamental building blocks of a man and a woman together in a covenant marriage yep. relationship. Yep. Um, so that, you know, then you have two moms or two dads um, and I mean, I've there's a podcast that there's a guy I forget his name, 
but Allie Beth Stuckey had him on and he grew up in a house with two moms and he knew that something was missing like there was that missing father thing like mm-hmm. there is because you know the, these things that it's like you know that there's something that a, a woman can't provide to a dude like I was saying earlier or uh if there's two guys, there's something that a guy cannot provide for a woman or for a girl. And even then, like if you have that, like two, like a man can't nurse a baby, right? They're they're bonded to their mother. Yep. And then the old man surrogacy. <laughs> We're not even gonna get into that either. There's but like, so there's just, many. Either way, levels. there's like and yeah. So there's like just this fundamental like raising not attack yeah attack on the family. Mm-hmm. And so family is an important thing. It is. It absolutely is. And what gets me, just going back to abortion, I just gotta say it. What gets me is like now, and it's like I know that the the reason we see people being so pro for killing, you know, babies um, is because we live in a fallen world. But like, it just blows my mind when I like go to a grocery store or I go somewhere with my baby and like strangers will just like come up and be so excited to see this baby and it's like yet majority of the people I would argue in the U.S. are totally okay with killing literally babies. Yes they're not outside but that is still a life with cells and it's like it's like there's a reason why you get so excited when you see a baby and you have that draw. We're literally created yeah. to, by God to, I mean, obviously not every, but unfortunately people have conditions and they can't have babies. If yeah. you're single, you're probably not going to have a baby unless you, like I said, make some decisions and right, whatever. We're talking like just anyway. But, but yes, but there is that like n- nature within mm-hmm. us where it's like where it's like you start you know making your voice different yeah. and you're like oh my god babies and dogs it's, so like, it's like god made us that way so yeah. it's like i wish people would just think about that more like their relationships with maybe the the babies and their families or like in their lives like and it's like but you want to you want to kill you want to end that you know yeah. when they're in the womb it's like that if say someone in your family made that decision it's like you would have never met that you know niece or nephew or grandchild that you now adore yeah and like feel like you can't live without it's like come on people yeah it's hard (laughs) it's hard for me to like yeah and again it's like I know we live in a fallen world and we can't be surprised when people are sinful and doing really disturbing things and Christians aren't exempt from this Mm. either oh yeah um but it just I don't know it just is hard especially probably as as a mom too yeah like, you're like how, you know, you have this beautiful little baby girl. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing you know, I don't know. the baby on the ultrasound, mm. even that is just so exciting. Isn't that? So, like, I'm pretty sure I've heard a statistic where it's like, or not a statistic specifically, but, like, if a woman is contemplating abortion, but they go to, like, a pregnancy center or something, and mm-hmm. they hear the heartbeat, they're not all not always but more likely to like keep the baby keep the baby and like maybe look at the other avenues of adoption yeah um or i don't know whatever it may be because i mean obviously some kids are born into some really unfortunate circumstances and there are lots of kids who do need to be fostered and adopted yeah for sure yeah um but it's also like if you're gonna I've said this before. If you're going to mess around and do things that could cause a baby, like, you can't be surprised if there's a baby. Right. Exactly. 
mess around and find out honestly (laughs) get married (laughs) and of course we believe you know that sex should be within the confines of a marriage refer to previous refer to yeah previous episodes we're not gonna get into that though i'm sure we we have future episodes where i'm sure we'll get into not not about sex but just yeah just marriage and other things but anyway so um Sorry, I kind of got. It's okay. We did. We went on a little tangent, but I think it was a good tangent. Um, But I think the to go in the different direction, kind of. It's like, so family is you know something that builds us up socially. It's where we get influenced, right? That's where we get our some random habits. That's how we learn how to understand or not understand conflict, Um, and like. Hannah, we have very different family dynamics. Like extremely different. Though you know your parents, you know, married. Uh, you grew up in a household where, they're, you know, they're they're still married. You have a brother, mm-hmm. um, but the way your family handled things or did things was like way different from mine. Yeah, um, definitely. I was trying to think of a question to ask specifically in regards to that, but just like, I don't know, you can just look at anybody's family and <laughs> see that they're, I mean, even your husband's family. Oh, pfft. compared to your family? It's like polar opposite in like every possible way. Uh, parenting will be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, that's where you learn, but you grow up in your house that's where you get your parenting tips or your what how i'm not going to do it kind of thing yeah though we always say sometimes we're not going to do it and then we follow in the footsteps of our parents absolutely i feel like i'm more like my mom every day which is a little uh interesting (laughs) i love my mom if you're listening we love you a lot she's like my best friend but yeah it's like when i was a teen i was like i'm gonna be nothing like my mom and even in my early 20s i'm gonna be nothing like my mom and then it's like you're like oh snap i'm my mom (sighs) as i get older i'm like oh my gosh i worry about the same things (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah i thought i saw like you've probably seen like those quotes like um a woman never thinks her mother's right until she has a daughter that proves her that she's wrong yeah. And you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> she was right <laughs> about all My this. mom has literally always been right, though. That's the thing. <laughs> Even, like, guys that I've dated, like, when she knew it wasn't the one, she's like, Han, I'm sorry, but that's not the one. Like, she, like... She knows. She's like, I don't see it. Like, I'm, I'm glad that you... Well, no, she wouldn't even say I'm glad. She was just like, I don't see it. And <laughs> she was always right. Hey. But moms, moms know stuff. Yeah, they do. Um... But yeah, so, but that, but like, even just that, like, your mom, how your mom handled things, how she did that, like, that shaped you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I think, like, reflecting on stuff, I think you can look at, like, generations of family and see, like, you know, maybe where things went wrong or like what's going on and obviously like if you have your own family like you can start a new trend you don't have to follow in the footsteps yeah of like what's going on right um or you know maybe you do want to carry on those family traditions or how like so i'm sure there are many things that like in your family that you would be like yes like i saw my parents do this with my family like 
raise us and this is how I want to. Yeah. Yep. To do it. Absolutely. Is there anything that comes, I know it's a last minute question, but is there anything that would like come off the top, come to you? Like just like something that you, that you're, parents did well you think that you want to continue on um, how you were raised so I love that my parents like tried to do family vacation as much as they could so like I want to do that and like lord willing we'll be taking um Eden to the beach um in June of next year so she won't be a year old yet but she'll be close um and but like not it doesn't have to be the beach like I just I want us to do like a family trip like maybe like every year every other year um because like I feel like those are some of my fondest memories Mm. um so that's like one thing I want to continue on um what about you anything that you're like oh I want to do that or is there something that you're like I definitely don't want to do this (laughs) like that comes to your mind like first thing that comes to your mind uh well that's complicated (laughs) um I mean I do from I mean I do appreciate how like I don't know I always thought that I would never do this but like my parents homeschooled us for most I I was homeschooled till seventh grade Uh uh-huh um and they kind of were of the impression, like, we're going to homeschool until, like, we don't. Um, but, and I, like, I've said this before, I think on the podcast, but, like, I was always, like, I'm never homeschooling. But now, like, I can see, I, I appreciate that they did homeschool us, and that's something that I would want to do with my children. Yeah. Um, and my mom, like, she did some work, but she was mostly a stay-at-home mom. So, but, I, I mean, I don't remember... <laughs> To be honest, I blocked out a lot of memories, probably, early, like, high school and earlier with my home life. Uh, so, I don't remember. like, things are, like, sporadic. Like, I don't know if I blocked it out, but I just, I don't remember a lot of things. Because there, honestly, like, there was some, like, stuff that happened in my family that wasn't super fun. Mm-hmm. So, same. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got their story. Everybody's got their story. I had a question for you, though. Oh. But it's kind of, it's a big question. I don't know if we want to save it for later or not, but. Oh, man. I was going to ask you. Oh, crap. Like. What we got? How, like, looking back Mm -hmm. on how you were brought up. Okay. Like, what are some things you feel like God has taught you through, like, those experiences, like either good or bad I mean honestly there's not really bad when God teaches us something but just like I guess through good experiences or through bad experiences like what's something looking back that you feel like God has like taught you or like grown you in um oh wow either or it's I know it's a yeah that's a big one um it's a really big question I mean what comes to my mind like I think two two things come to my mind um one would be that um just through a lot of the things that happen like I let's see I'm reminded of like God's grace Mm. in that like with what happened with my family just with church situations and a whole bunch of stuff that like he truly does hold those whom like who are his Mm. um 
because there are a lot of reasons why things could have gone so differently yeah where i could have not continued on my relationship with the lord um and i look at Mm. how my sisters are versus how like you know where we are in our relationship with the lord Uh and i i'm always baffled like why me like why through all this conflict with family with all this whatever that like that he would like i don't know (laughs) like like keep me and hold me um not to say that the lord and i pray for this if (laughs) if my sisters happen to hear this or i i pray for them that they would come to knowledge of the lord and that Mm. they would um be saved Mm -hmm. and uh know that true hope and joy that it's found in christ Mm. and that my parents would i mean that they might that they would continue in and they would like continue in their relationship with the lord and that my mom would find you know her rest and and joy in the lord as well um in her relationship with the lord but so yeah though that's the first thing that comes to my mind is just like within just that whole thing and then the second it's like i feel like I've seen like growth in relationship with my family in regards to, or at least because of my relationship with, because of the hard relationship I had with my family in regards to conflict and not talking and just being like struggling, I can see how like through counseling and other things that like I'm, I'm able to have relationships with others like, um, just it's changed the way like through you know, God's grace and counseling and just being able to work through a lot of stuff. Like I'm able to deal with things very differently than how I saw growing up. I yeah. guess. Which you know, leads to conflict, but <laughs> yeah, it's like just, a, but yeah. So I guess that, that would be, those are my questions. Those are my answers right off the top of my head. Those are fantastic answers, and I love that you talked about the idea of how, like, when God, like, ordains, like, salvation for your life, and he has chosen you, like, he keeps you, and it doesn't matter, like, if you have a really rough season, or you have, like, all the horrible influences in your life, or just no matter what, like, you are sealed, and you are his and you're written in the book of life and Mm -hmm. um it's just like nothing can separate you from the love of christ like if like for those who are saved and in christ and um it can feel like at times that something is like separating you or like you could feel like oh things are going so bad i'm really struggling in this area like god must not love me anymore but like that's when we are you know called to just press in even more and to think on that truth that like for those in Christ like we are kept and um yeah we are set apart and chosen and um I just it's just a great reminder and I love how your family dynamics even though it wasn't perfect by means just kind of brought out that truth and that reassurance um in your life Mm -hmm. I think that's really amazing yeah and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that too yeah Because let's be real, everyone's family is dysfunctional in their own way. Oh, for sure. Like, if it's not with your immediate family, it might be within your extended family. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And it's a thing. There's, I mean, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be dysfunction. Absolutely. But, I mean, it's just interesting how things, like the way you grow up shows how, like, sometimes you learn how to deal with it. Yeah, and even how you interact with the world around you. True. Um, like, I feel like I sometimes, like, don't grieve hard things to a fault because, like, like when something goes wrong, so if there's, like, a death in the family or I'm just going through something that's difficult, it's, like, I'm quick to, like, just dismiss it and move on rather than to, like, process it and process, like, why I'm, like, sad and because I was very much raised in an environment where it's, like, oh, move on, like... Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, is that how, like, you grew up? Yeah, it's like, oh, like, we don't, we're not really going to talk about the hard stuff. Like, yes, this was, like, you know, not great. Like, when my, um, when my, like, grandpa on my mom's side died, like, it was really hard. And my mom was, like, really struggling. But it's like, we never talked about Mm. the struggle. It was just like, oh, like, you know, we're moving on. Like, that was really hard. But, you know, the funeral's over. All this is over. Like, you know, we're just moving on, and so I tend to have that attitude, mm-hmm. which is, again, sometimes to a fault yeah. of, like, we're not even going to talk about this. Yeah. Or, like, you know, we're not going to, like, I'm, like, hyper against, like, um, stewing on things or, like, um, not, not holding grudges. What am I thinking on? Like, when am I... What's the word I'm trying to think of? Not lingering. Um, dwelling. Dwelling, yeah. Like, I'm hyper against dwelling on things. Because I was always taught, like, don't dwell. Don't do it. Is that in, like, conflict or just in any situation? Like, if like whether it's, like, a rough situation or, but, or, or conflict or both? Both. Just, like, any, like, bad, not positive experience, basically. Just kind of, like, move on. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, processing it yeah. like, out loud. Like, even, like just like breakups I went through I feel like I just like was like nope moving on like I was I mean not like you do move on very quickly yeah like like, like a quick grief and then you're gone yeah but then it's almost like to the point it's like okay am I even like thinking about like how that affected me how that affected other people Mm. or am I just thinking about myself and like making myself feel better though I feel like you also have like a delayed like processing too sometimes well, and I wonder if that's because like you when move I was on raised, and then you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> it's like oh we're just moving on and then it's like okay but then it's like you can't help but go back to like your brain doesn't delete memories you know so you can't help but go back and be like oh maybe that's why like I'm doing this now or maybe that is what God was showing me it's like mm. that introspection is just like not there yeah huh. like it should be yeah. Like in the mo- like in the moments always like delayed or the Lord convicts me and it's like, "Oh, wow, I should really think about this." Yeah. But not and like I mean, I still don't think dwelling is like a great thing, but like just also completely moving on and not like talking through hard times I think is also not a good thing either. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Um and gonna say so so that's how you kind of saw like conflict or certain things like within your family Mm -hmm. so like what did it if you so just kind of offshooting to like conflict like if your parents did you ever see your or hear your parents fight or was it kind of like a behind the closed doors like or like 
when things would come up was it like little big um i like maybe saw them have like disagreements like a couple times but i never saw them like fighting but then i like i would i asked my mom later in life i was like so was there ever a time like in your marriage where like you were like really really upset or you guys were like really struggling like like upset with like my dad or like you know vice versa and she had like told me some experiences and i had like no clue which I feel like is, in a way, it's good for you as a kid that you didn't know yeah. things were going on. But I feel like you also don't want it to be like, oh, yeah, like everything's hunky-dory. And then, like, your version of your family, like, crumbles because you're like, oh, no, this was really happening. Yeah. Like, I feel like there should be a balance where, like, you fight well or have conflict well, but also you, teach like, show your kids, hey, you know, this is, like, you show that grace and love especially I mean as believers like you Mm -hmm. show them like the grace and love that you have for your spouse yeah yeah I think it's good to like show your kids like hey like guess what mom and dad's marriage is not perfect by any means like we're actually we've had a hard day together we're talking through some hard things but we still love each other and we still love you guys but like sometimes like you might see us upset with each other and that's okay like because we're working through it you know like I think either extreme is not good like extreme like we're never going to show our kids that we're struggling together or like having a hard time or you know just screaming and fighting all the time I think both extremes are bad but I will say though because of the fast moving on thing from like conflict and stuff like it made me think that like everybody was like that so now in my marriage it's like when there's a conflict I'm like let's get it done let's talk about it now like no one is not and sometimes like we need our space apart and especially like my husband to just be like whoa like let me just you know think about this but it's like I'm impatient because it's like okay let's just wrap this up so we can move on it's like okay which I feel like I'm more like him where it's like I need time to process to think to discuss before like continuing on Uh uh-huh and that's not even like how I was raised even like I feel like I saw no like conflict conflict resolution whatsoever I was on the side where you saw the screaming and the fighting Mm -hmm. and all that fun jazz so like but I like you know I feel like I've thought about if I were to be married and have children like that's what I I would well not the getting on but like what you had talked about before where it's like you fight graciously and not let your kids they don't have to be they don't have to hear all the crap but also like hey you know like when when they're old enough to understand be like you know we're we're, this is this is you don't have to go into detail of everything that you're talking like going through but still like you know it's not all rainbows and butterflies but it's also not like there's not nothing Right. Yeah. Do you think, like, the way your family dynamic was has affected how you are in relationships now? Uh, yes, I think. Um, I mean, I mean, before I started really living with, like, at the house with ladies, like, I... Cortland, Cortland. I wasn't really sharing like my feelings mm. because I didn't really see a lot of expression. Like, I mean, my parents they would be like, "Oh, we love you," whatever. But like, there wasn't a lot of affection between my parents. Oh, okay. Or like between us siblings too. Like, I don't know. And not that I remember. I and mean, there's probably some. I feel like, but I just yeah. Anyway, um. But yeah, like, 
just a lot of learning how to approach things, how to deal with feelings and just not to let them stuff and like not say anything. Um, and just how to have relationships with people and even just be affectionate like outwardly with people too. Mm-hmm. Like like whether in like, you know, just saying things or not. Like oh, saying I love you. Like just to, like to friends or whatever. Cause like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just, it's just a weird thing. But anyway, so <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. So it, it, did, it has affected a lot of things the way like just approaching conflict and yeah I don't know I, I feel like we're, I look I'm looking at our time and I feel like we could totally talk about it more some other uh-huh. time we, we should we should do a specific um one on conflict mm-hmm that's what we should do conflict within families or conflict within families or just conflict in relationships in re- oh conflict another, in relationships another one another one we literally think of our ideas sometimes for... Our relationship series will be going on forever. <laughs> we think of ideas for episodes during our podcast I love episodes it. that we're recording. I'm, I'm sure we're not the only ones who do that, though. No. I a couple other podcasts I've listened to, like, they'll do that, too. It's just more organic <laughs> that way. But, yeah. Yeah, and we need. I think we need to focus on the conflict more because... Yeah. I feel like we could go on forever with this. Mm-hmm. Because it'd be cool to talk about, you know, we're talking about friendships, relationships, like mm-hmm. marriage, like dating, and then like family stuff too. And I think it's great that you brought up the fact that you didn't see affection between your parents. And I think that's where it starts is like that model of like the, the you know, mo- mother and father showing affection towards each other. Because even like, because again, that's like teaching you how to interact with others in the world. And so if you're not seeing that from the people that you view as like authority figures or like, like, what is this? Then it's like, what is this? Like, I don't like know how this works. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. You know? Oh my gosh. I remember like with your family, seeing how affectionate your parents, like it's not, your parents aren't overly affectionate, but like just seeing them like kiss or like hold hands hands. or hug or just like, just you guys doing stuff as a family like and wanting to be around each other i'm like what is this life Uh (laughs) uh-huh i don't understand this i don't don't get this yeah and i think that's why like i'm okay with like just being like more affectionate towards my friends i think because i mean i don't have sisters i literally have a brother so i feel like i'm basically your sister yeah i treat like my some of my like close friends aka emily and like some others like my sisters and so i'm like huggy you know and not that i don't even think i would say i'm like a hugger but like but with specific i feel like you are with specific people i feel like i'm more like I don't know, physically affectionate maybe, but I think it's because I was raised in an environment where it's like my parents hugged and held hands and we're just like kind to each other and like my brother and I are totally open with hugging each other and he still like gives my mom hugs, which is so cute, even though he's like gonna be 24. I'll give my parents hugs and my baby sister hugs. Yeah. Like I feel like the person that I'm most physically affectionate with is my youngest sister. Yes. Do you think Which, it's because you, like, 
kind of took care of her a little bit more when she was little? Like, because you were, like, a couple years older or not really? I don't think so. I don't know. I I mean, I'm seven years older than her. Oh, So it is a pretty big difference, but also we were at, like, completely different stages of life in a lot of things. I don't know. I just, it just feels very natural with her. I don't mind it. Yeah. That's so interesting. But I'm glad that you guys have that relationship, though, because it's really sweet and it's mutual, too, and... Yeah. It just, it's weird. It's weird because, like, I see my sisters hug each other and I'm like, nobody wants to hug me except for Becca. I mean, and my parents. But, like, and then if I hug, like, my other sisters, it's just kind of awkward. But they're also but twins. They'll hug, but they'll hug other people and, like, nobody hugs me. Maybe they think that <laughs> Maybe you they don't, don't want think, it. Which I feel like if most people were to, like, meet me, they wouldn't think I'm a hugger. But I like hugs. Yeah, Emily <laughs> really <laughs> likes hugs. Most people gravitate towards, like, if we, if you and I are leaving a place, they're going to hug you. They won't hug me, for the most part, unless they know, like, for the most part, people hug I you. I think just I'm very outwardly, like, bubbly, too, and people and not, tend to assume people like that are, like, huggers. really into hugs, though. I have some friends who are very outward and bubbly, and they do not like hugs, and I'm sure they get hugs, unwanted hugs all the time. <laughs> So there's that too. <laughs> and there's forced affection, like me, with our friend Katie. Oh, yes. I'm conditioning her. We love Katie. She doesn't like hugs, though, but she that's okay. Do- she doesn't mind hugs. Like, she doesn't want to not be hugged, but she's not, like, going to be super, like, physically, like, she's kind of like, don't touch me. But I'm- she likes touching hair and when people touch her hair. Yeah, though, like I said, conditioning. I'm like, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like, mm-hmm. you will. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not going to pressure anybody. But ultimately, it's like, even if you don't have a example as parents who are affectionate, going back to the family, maybe mm. you have a really broken family. Like, Jesus loves mm. us more perfectly than any family member could, any parent, yeah. any sister, any brother, so much that he died on the cross for our sins. And mm. no human will ever do that mm. or be able to um, forgive and show grace and mercy in the mm. way that Jesus did on the cross. Oh, yeah. And even if you have, like, the maybe the most ideal family with you know you love your brothers and and your sisters or your parents and you get along well like i'm just gonna say your family is gonna pass away yeah um if you put your hope and affection in affection joy whatever in your family whether it's you are in a bad situation or a good situation with your family like you will be failed people will fail you all the time and just going back to what Hannah said, like, Jesus, he, you know, we we were separated from God. We deserved, we were children of wrath, deserving of death and separation from the Lord for forever. Yep. Yet Jesus, you know, came, lived the perfect life that we couldn't and died the death that we deserved. He took our punishment, um, every bit of it on the cross and... On himself. On himself. He was buried for three days and then rose again. Um, and when we put our faith and hope and trust and surrender our lives to Jesus, like, we do have that hope. He, we will not be failed like we would, like, people. Like, people are going to, like, people die. People hurt us. Um, we're going to be in conflict. Um, 
maybe your parents get divorced. <clears throat> maybe, maybe, you know, something happens with you if you're married, but like the love of God, like the grace will never fail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unending. And, you know, and also to that aspect, like when you, um, when you are an adopted son or daughter, uh, to fight, like you're a part of God's family, right? And uh, then you have this other spiritual family. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the church, you have your connect groups, you have people who are to come alongside you to, um, so, I mean, ultimately, like, Jesus, God is, God is our, like, number one supporter. He is, he, he's the one who will never fail us, is, is always with us. Um, but then there's this also structure that, like, has been, you know, built up, which mm-hmm. is, the, like, the, the church, the, the, the body of believers, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like we didn't even talk about spiritual family. But but I feel like it's we can okay. touch on that a little bit more in yours, honestly. Yeah, and I think about the verse in Corinthians really quick that says, though our outward self is wasting away, our inward self is being renewed day by day. So even if you're a Christian and you're listening, you're thinking, wow, like my family was not ideal, like I'm not married, blah, blah, blah. Like God is in the process of renewing you and redeeming you day by day. And if you haven't, found that church family that you get as being an adopted um, son um, in Christ like search that out you know use Google like it sounds weird but like that's kind of how we found the church that we go to now yeah um search it out because like God has given that freely to us and he's redeeming you day by day and and you're already redeemed in Christ right so like your redemption might not be in you know, having the perfect family of your own. I mean, there's no perfect family, but having a family of your own, that might not be what it is, but you're already redeemed in Christ. Mm. And he is your heavenly father and you have a family of believers um, that he gives you. And so like, but like I said, if you have not found that yet, like seek that out because that is a gift Mm -hmm. that he gives us. Like there's a reason why we're called the body of Christ. Like each member has its own function and support. So yeah. (sighs) <sighs> all Man. the encouragement yeah and i'm sure we'll continue some of this encouragement in part two yeah of our series but um mm-hmm. but for now any questions comments concerns i don't think so i love family part? i'm a family gal hmm. i'm a big family gal my husband's a big family guy He's got a big family, too. Yeah, like, I don't have Le- a big family. It, he, does. he has a legit big family. <laughs> like, we're talking, well, no, Baker's son is in his 13, right? Huh? Never mind. He is, like, he's one of 12. One of 12 kids. So, he's he, big family guy, but also has a big family. <clears throat> yeah, like, literally. Uh, literally, literally. <laughs> like, when he says, I'm a big family guy, like, it's uh, a literal he, yes, yes. statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> We love Owen. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Yeah. If you followed along this long. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Good job if you did. All right. Have a blessed day, everyone. All right. Bye.